You are listening to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 25, Nura's Rules of Order. And welcome to episode 25 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am lucky to be coherent, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished off a, uh, a 24-hour uh, film challenge and uh, made it just under the wire. In fact, the... Uh, we we shot this one in high definition and we were rendering right up until about ten minutes before the deadline. Literally burned it to DVD in the car on the way to the drop off place. So, oh, so there we go. Wow. <laughs> Yesterday morning we had no idea what we were gonna be what we were gonna be shooting, and it was all done this all done and over with this morning. Well, that's very kosher. I, I'm Darren Noel and I'm patient boy. <laughs> because I, I'm still waiting for the final approval on the loan. Ah. So hopefully Wednesday, the hopefully other, Wednesday. The other stuff got all sorted out? Everything else is sorted out. It's Good. just that 1% chance on the financing. And with yeah. the way the banks have been lately, it's anyone's uh, guess, really. So. Sure thing, yeah. 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 But, uh, well, we'll, we'll, all be, we'll all be thinking good thoughts for you. Yes, please. And, Good uh, karma. Good karma, people. It's, it's just it's nice working to hear. so far. It's nice to hear that the Legion of Super Pets will be making the trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Oh, and I'm uh, Matt Kramer, and today I am family lad because we had a house full of family over the weekend, and they just left about an hour and a half ago, and finally I've got some peace and quiet around here. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love my family, but sometimes I'm glad they live five hours away. (laughs) It's buffer. Exactly. It's your buffer zone. That's what it's all about. (laughs) I need it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been been quiet, with with the exception of all the hubbub over the last 24 hours. It's been pretty quiet around here because... My wife's away on a uh, spa weekend with a friend of hers, so so it's been eerily quiet in, in the morning. Too quiet. Too quiet, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what do we have? What do we have on the on the schedule for today? First off, anything in the Legion news department? There is nothing in the Legion actually. News there is. Department. Oh, is there? You see? Really? Uh, you see? Legion of uh, Three Worlds 4 and 5 got pushed back to May and June. Well, that's we not good Legion news, is it? No. Right, no. but it's Legion news. E- exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Torture, torture. And, <laughs> and we, did have, uh, we did have a little, uh, a little Mon-El action over the last week in, uh, in Action Comics. Or oh, in, that's in Superman, movies. sorry. And yeah, um, doing that. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, I, I we we had a little email exchange about this the other day, and uh, and I've got to say I understand where you were coming from, Matt, with with the whole you know <laughs> he's data. <laughs> he just, yes. <laughs> you are the guardian. You are. <laughs> oh. it, it, it's just it's I guess what's weird about it is a, a lot of us that are fans of Bonnell in the past, you know, we we remember the Valor series, and he was a lot sort of looser then. Right, you know, just in the way right. he talked, right, and um, 
So it just seems really weird where because now we're dealing with a Monel that has been in the Phantom Zone all this time ever since he met with uh, he met up with with Clark all those years ago and uh, and so it's it's kind of easy <laughs> to forget that okay this guy's coming from a different uh, a different headspace but it, it's weird <laughs> why why is he talking like Spock <laughs> but you know i guess that's that's part of what we're supposed to be seeing is his, is his growth and his uh sort of gaining an understanding of the strange new world in which he finds himself definitely definitely still a pretty decent issue overall oh yeah without yeah. a doubt it was no. just just a little weird to see how he was written and you know what it made me think of is is just the whole reign of the Superman thing again because you had uh, Steel being sort of, um, you know, brought out to make sure that you know that uh, that Monel's got some backup, and yep. uh, and and so it was like I hope Monel's not supposed to be the Eradicator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he doesn't have the awesome shades. Well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> it's all nineties of... Ray Bans wraparound. <laughs> it's oh, all yeah. about the wraparounds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, aren't aren't they making the Daxamites out to be pretty much xenophobes now? I believe so. Yeah, I think that yeah. is still the case. I think we are supposed to see Daxam soon. So because that's uh, actually a holdover from the Archie. Re- it is. Um, yeah. So yep. That's kind of nice to see that bleed through. So that's cool. Yeah, it, it is because it, it, it's something that separates Daxam from just being more Kryptonians, especially right now where we've got more Kryptonians. Yeah, hundred thousand Kryptonians <laughs> sitting up there on on New Krypton. It's good to do something that differentiates uh, these people from. Uh... Yeah. Five bucks says New Krypton blows up. So <laughs> <laughs> next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, still got a few, still got a few issues to go on that front. Got to give Superman a reason to come home. Well. <laughs> the best reason is no more new Krypton. So, okay. yes. Rock- I can just see the caption now. Rocketed to Earth again. Again. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Oh, man. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, so so we do have official word on uh, Legion of Three Worlds. You know, but it's like they say, you can have things good, you can have them fast, or you can have them cheap. It's Perez, so it's not going to be cheap. <laughs> no, I'm cheap. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right? Ah, I can never keep track. Um, but but um, you know, and 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 you know, between good and on time, I'll take good because what we've been getting has been more than good. So uh, that's very true. Yeah. So 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 there we go. But uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to those issues. I think I think we'll have a lot of fun with those when they come out for sure. Without a doubt. Indeed. And uh, and hey, does anyone know if the ambush? Bug uh, showcase actually shipped, or or was this just a pipe dream? Because people I, I were looking. Not know. People were looking at me in the comic shop like I was crazy, and we'd been talking about it. And it's like, it's like I know it was on the list, and, <coughs> and is nothing. it due to ship April one? Oh, sons Maybe of bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. See, that would be genius. Huh? It would be, my, wouldn't it? My comic shop has it in stock and ready to ship. Well, there you go. There we go. Or mycomicshop.com. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, as opposed to Matt Kramer's very own comic shop. <laughs> yes. And Amazon has a release date of March 31st, which implies that it did come out this week because they're usually a week behind. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, okay. That's that, that's good to know because uh, 
you know, can do, uh, you know, I say this, you know, knowing that the the issue of DC Comics Presents with the Substitute Legion and Ambush Bug is actually within reach of me right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and yet, I, I and yet I'm like, but I need the showcase to read it. <laughs> oh. oh, my. Oh. And they say our generation is full of entitlement. No, you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm honestly one of the things I'm really interested to see is just how well some some of the artwork not so much in the early stuff but as as you got a little further in um, and and Giffen started getting a lot more stylized how's that stuff going to hold up without color because it was really busy yeah and sometimes yeah, the color yeah, was, was all that was helping you sort of tell some of the elements apart and it's um, yeah so that's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. Hopefully they just didn't grayscale it like like some of the essentials oh, have been yeah. having done. Yeah, yeah. I can I gotta say, you know, I guess I guess I I, I I understand it in some cases when they were when they were pulling stuff from the uh, the magazines because they did a lot of the grayscale stuff. Like like oh, from, right, like from, you know you know like from the epic magazines and all that kind of stuff and uh, right and and I'm but, thinking primarily of the, of the moonlight uh, is moon moonlight moon night essential. Yeah. Moonlight, yeah. the, the Moon Knight moonlighting crossover, yeah, which yes. happened in 1985. <laughs> and and, <laughs> yeah. and you, had, you had Mark Spector and Frenchie talking to each other really, really fast. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Marlene used to wear sneakers all the time. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and inexplicably, a cameo by Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I know what you're saying. That it's uh, it's one of those things where I know there's a process that they go through with, uh, and and I wonder if they even go through that uh, that same kind of process now. But certainly, it used to be when they were doing these uh, color reprints, they would actually bleach out uh, comic pages, and uh, you know they would have, or you know if they had, if they didn't have the original art, which in many cases, especially for the early stuff, they did not. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so anyway, that is, it's just it's just kind of a whole a whole process that they have to go through, and I just find it kind of interesting as to see sort of how that all ends up. Right. So, what do we got for today? <laughs> We've got, we got Dream Girl. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes, Dream Girl and her rule book. <laughs> so this story is the first appearance of the. Uh, Legion Constitution, basically. Indeed. Well, it's been referred to before, right. but, you know, this is the first... I think this is when the Legion Constitution actually becomes a a character in the book, really, so... Right. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, yeah, that's a good that's a good a good distinction to make with it because it's uh, you know they've they've talked about the different rules that they have, but there hasn't been much consistency to it. But that's okay because for those people who aren't really aware of the of the whole thing of the Legion Constitution, we're going to go through it. <laughs> that's right. Your constitutional law class begins with this. But let's let's do the story first. <laughs> yeah. So this podcast can be used instead of Samanex for nighttime. <laughs> hey, come on, we'll make it fun. Damn that's it. true. We will. We will make it a lot Indeed. of fun. <laughs> Indeed. So Matt, there you have some. There's some some additional significance to us doing this issue this week uh, for you, is there not? I I just received a copy of it in the mail that I ordered from eBay because when I rewrite it for from the showcase for this week, I was just like, this is, it's 
actually a, just a really good story compared to some of the ones we've had recently. And this is one of the ones I've wanted for a while because of Dream Girl and mm-hmm. all that. But so it lit a fire and I found a $5 copy of it on, on eBay. So I had to jump. Nice. Excellent. All right. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take us into it? All right. This story is called The Menace of Dream Girl, and it starts out on the splash page with a bunch of the uh, male legionnaires giving Dream Girl, who's spread out on a pillow, (laughs) all sorts of fancy gifts while the female legionnaires look on sternly. And, oh, Saturn Girl is none too happy. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm just because she's so beautiful. They're showering her with priceless gifts. (laughs) (laughs) It it, uh, starts out then with uh, the 30th century. Yay. There is a summons that is going out for a meeting, but Saturn Girl says that there isn't enough members to make quorum, so she's sending uh, a message that... Legion teams have to return to Earth for the meeting, and we've got Brainiac 5 and Lightning Lass. And is it just my copy, or is Brainiac 5 blue in this? Uh, He's purple and green. He's normal. Okay, so I just might have a washed-out copy. Hmm. Them, uh, Brainiac 5 and Lightning Lass, are making a uh, statue for the national hero of an alien world, <laughs> uh, Starboy and Matter Eater Lad are um, working on, or they're investigating a world that's been wiped out by atomic war. And Superboy and Monel are trying to crack the Iron Curtain of Time, which is put in place by the Time Trapper. Some further and that's significance. The first appearance, isn't it? Yeah. Some people might argue that he appeared in Wonder Woman first back in the 50s as Time Tie M Master, but. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> really. I, I, I've never heard that before. That's interesting. The first I'd ever heard of it was Wikipedia, so take yeah. it what you will. There you go. It's there Wikipedia. You go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but <laughs> I love this panel of. Monel looking shocked as he hits the Iron Curtain. <laughs> it is a kind of a funny looking image. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, they then they return to Earth, where uh, they want to know what the Time Trapper doesn't want them to see. But instead of figuring it out, they sit down for a reading of the Legion Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> With a big old reel-to-reel tape machine. <laughs> uh, that's high tech, don't you know? <laughs> it it's really got the little dings on it. Tells you when to turn the film strip. So. <laughs> awesome. But then they have some Legion applicants come, and first there's Ran Antar, who has a secret formula that can make feathers as heavy as lead. He's rejected because it's not a real superpower. Starboy who draws his power from the stars, can make any object super heavy. Next applicant. And then <laughs> we have Dream Girl from uh, the planet Nautor. And she has the power of super dreaming. 
And Starboy is like, ooh, what a beauty. <laughs> Monel, wow, she's a real dreamboat. <laughs> oh, on Daxim, they got the puns. <laughs> oh, they sure do. And then, of course, all the male legionnaires uh, swarm around her. I'm surprised. And suddenly, this issue becomes a Showtime After Dark special. <laughs> yes. yes. This is where it all starts to get real smooth. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give offer her some Martian ice cream because, you know, it's out of this world. <laughs> this is what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they all uh, swoon over her. And the and Saturn girl, she is, she's suspect. Dreaming is hardly an ability we can use in the Legion dream girl. I'm afraid we'll have to reject you. <laughs> But sorry, did you just see this up here though? Would you like a chair, Dream Girl? Sometimes the examination of an applicant takes an hour. Look at, at look least, at look hour. at Superboy at channeling least. Barry White. <laughs> He's like, all right, oh, yeah, <laughs> giggity, giggity. Yeah, exactly. With this with this convenient couch that we just happen to have, <laughs> this wonderful chaise lounge. <laughs> oh. Yes, we could get really, really off track on this. Yeah, we? sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But they, uh, she explains that her ability, she has the ability to see the future, and all the male legionnaires like, give her a chance, be fair, let's see what she can do. So well, then I'm sure she, they want to see what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> and who is it wants to see what she can do? Sunboy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> oh. Oh, then she goes to sleep, and oh, she is as lovely as Sleeping Beauty. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Can we ask Pants about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Lightning Glass. It's a lucky thing her superpower isn't good enough to get her into the Legion. None of the boys can take his eyes off of her. But then she wakes up and she dreams of two things that will happen almost at the same time, only minutes from now. She sees um, long-buried eggs hatching into great monsters, and she sees uh, an explosion at the Metropolis spaceport. So the uh, uh, Super Superboy and Starboy rush off to uh, investigate, and we get the first real uh, telling of Starboy's origin. Mm -hmm. I know in the in his first appearance, he, he talked about getting super strength in from being in the tail of a comet. But now we have him born on an observatory, and it has given him the ability to draw mass from stars. But he shows up at the desert where there's, uh, uh oh, giant space rocks flying away. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And at the Metropolis spaceport, Superboy hurls an exploding uh, tank of gas into space. And then back at the headquarters, the. Legionnaires vote, and Dream Girl is accepted as an applicant. And of course, 
the ice queen is in full effect here. None of us <laughs> girls voted for her, but they're all dazzled by a, by her pretty face. Well, we'll have to obey the Legion Constitution. So she's a full-fledged member now. <laughs> yeah, the girls are hating it, aren't they? <laughs> they are. And elsewhere, they are... Um, they are just... Uh, <laughs> Uh, fighting over who gets to <laughs> show her around the clubhouse. You see, matter your lad. Yeah, <laughs> Let me right. show you the arsenal, arsenal Green Girl, and my girl. big guns. And then they. But she doesn't really want to learn. She about it. She wants to learn the Legion Constitution. But, of course, they think she's being conscientious as well as beautiful. She's studying our constitution <laughs> intensively, and she's thinking they'd be aghast if they knew why I'm studying it. No one uses the word aghast anymore. Have you noticed? <laughs> they should, really. I mean, it's a fun <laughs> word, aghast. <laughs> I am aghast at that. Anyway. And the next day, uh, Saturn Girl and Manel are off to try and crack through the iron curtain of time again. They think that you know, Monel's super speed will be enough, but it isn't. He does a face plant right yeah, into didn't the... Didn't he just try to go through it <laughs> a couple uh, of panels ago? Didn't he need a, like a helmet on last time? <laughs> yeah, they're being inconsistent. Oh Well, it has been said that, you know, Insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And we can only assume that they were already starting on the whole thread of the Phantom Zone drives them a little nutty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, they... After they fail, they want Dream Girl to to uh, use her dreaming ability to find out what's going on. But she says that it only affects – it can only reach a few days at best. Now, stop pestering me. Your stupidity bores me. <laughs> wow. Diva. <laughs> Diva. Saturn Girl's like, hmm, I see I have some competition in that department. Yeah. There'll yeah. <laughs> be a Dream stare Girl. off at 5 o'clock. Dream Girl as a bit of a diva is something that <laughs> something that will come up from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, you think? <laughs> oh. Saturn Girl says since she's be she's become swell-headed since she became a legionnaire, she snubs everyone now. It serves the boys right for being so foolish about her. I feel sorry for any legionnaire who will have to work with her. Oh. Foreshadowing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. On the very next page, we have uh, Dream Girl and Saturn, no, Dream Girl and Lightning Lass going off to test out a new experimental elect electrical generator. But <laughs> she says she won't need help, but uh, I'll let her come along <laughs> because her superior, with her superior Naltorian science, checking it was simple. She doesn't need Lightning Lass, but if you want to do some little thing to help you can observe it from close range electricity shouldn't hurt you <laughs> but uh-oh famous last words as the generator shorts out and it causes lightning lass to lose her powers wow and dream girl says well that's a legionnaire biz we better report this to the members at once 
And since she has lost her powers, they have to expel her from the Legion, which she knows from learning the Legion Constitution just mere pages ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and oh, th- that gets Triplicate Girl pretty riled up. She is accusing Dream Girl of rigging the rigging the generator, but of course and she can't back right. it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but since she doesn't have proof, she is forced to throw be thrown out of the legion because making false charges against any fellow legionnaire shall be cause for expulsion from the legion. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and she's gone. And Starboy wants to know what's going on. He demands that uh, she she withdraw her demand because you know, she can't possibly mean it. <laughs> Dream Girl says, you can't change my mind. Be careful or I'll prefer charges against you too under Clause 4, Subclause 2, which forbids subverting a legionnaire from doing his or her duty. <laughs> and... <laughs> And Starboy. <laughs> Starboy is kind of slyly checking her out as she walks away. I don't understand it. She's become hateful, tyrannical. It's almost as though she is determined to destroy the Legion. Mm. Can it be a Legion traitor? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it ain't so. Oh. Mm. Now turning the pages, I've got a short story of Super Turtle and <laughs> Mystic. <laughs> Uh, See, he's reading from the real thing. Yeah, he is. Oh, well, that's awesome. (laughs) You have to tell us what ads are in there, too, Matt. (laughs) Is there anything for Hostess Fruit Pies? Come on. Not that I've seen, but you can get 100 toy toy soldiers for only $1.25. Sweet. And I think they come in a little footlocker, too. They do. They do. (laughs) You should send that away. Yeah, I'm sure they'll honor it. <laughs> I know it's been 40 years, but dude. <laughs> dude yeah, they have. Come on. You published the ad. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't say an expiry date. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, then moving into part two, somehow the Legionnaires have been de-aged. <laughs> That's another Legion cliche coming up. <laughs> Uh, but uh matter eater lad and starboy are discussing dream girl's temperament but uh starboy says he'll try to reason with her and he runs (laughs) off chasing her maybe she's got a touch of the crimson virus (laughs) (laughs) she does look kind of red Mad Reader Lad says he's in love with Dream Girl and won't admit she's dangerous. Since he won't help, I'll get the help of Brainiac 5. He's the most brilliant mind among us. And uh, he goes off to meet with Brainiac 5. And he says, just a minute. I'm just a minute. I'm analyzing the data from that Atom War ruined world to determine how the soon men can leave there again. And uh, he figures out that... Uh, Dream Girl seems to be deliberately try- getting Legionnaires kicked out. But she's a, such a lovely girl. Why would she want to do that? 
it's possible dream girl is being used unwillingly as a weapon to wreck the legion i suggest you watch her to find out if she has secret contacts <laughs> matter eater lad i never thought of that <laughs> oh matter eater lad and well then <laughs> he spies her uh, trying to sit down in chameleon boy's chair but she stops before going back in her own because of course chameleon boy is in a is on a mission in deep space <laughs> and uh saturn girl has uh assigned uh to assign them to assign dream girl to help out with a planetary census but uh Meanwhile, Starboy and Saturn Girl, they are going to return to the planet that's been ravaged by atomic war. But Dream Girl says, please wait, I've had a premonition about that planet Vondra. I want to try dreaming its immediate future and see if there's any hidden danger there. And uh, they accuse her of stalling. But then (laughs) she wakes up. And uh, she's shocked because she sees a strange valley with an eternal aurora. The aurora is a fearful menace. And <laughs> triple good girl. She's making it up. I've never heard of an aurora valley on that world. <laughs> wow. Triple good girl's all over her. Seriously. She like, is. Like dead on Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> but Brainiac 5 says, oh, it's possible. And then... uh. Saturn Girl says, if there's a chance that Vondra is dangerous, Dream Girl should not go there alone. I suggest she pick three Legionnaire volunteers to accompany her. Fine, I'll get Bouncing Boy and some others to, and take them along with me. <laughs> Bouncing Boy and others. <laughs> and uh, back at the Science Academy, they are, I don't know what they're doing, watching an octopus <laughs> and and the love boat. <laughs> and uh, for a special mission, she needs to get Lightning Lad, Bouncing Boy, and Shrinking Violet to accompany her. And when they show up on Vandra, uh-oh, the Legionnaires are uh, de-aged into toddlers. And she says, it worked just as I knew it would. The radiations from this aurora has transformed them all into babies. It didn't affect me because it took the precaution of swallowing a special antidote first. (laughs) Yay, Legion babies. I can't wait for the animated series. There you go. There you go. But uh, Superboy shows up and... And, so, and she says, I warned them, but they wouldn't listen. It serves them right. And watch out. You may become a super infant, too. <laughs> and, so he, so a story where super baby might actually make sense. <laughs> Stop that. Super baby never made sense. Never will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but of course, the Legion baby is there. They're up to no good. Uh, Lightning lad is zapping uh, shrinking Violet's mud pie, and she's going to tell her mommy on the naughty boy. <laughs> Ultra boy wants to play ball, so he bounces, bouncing boy. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Lightning Lad just continues to <laughs> pick on... Electrocute <laughs> shrinking Violet. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Causing her to shrink down. But, of course, she forgets how to 
how to grow. So maybe all that practice they have really does help them out. <laughs> We'd ha- hate Phantom Girl to forget how to walk through walls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I uh, forgot my how to use my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, now, since the Legionnaires have been de-aged, uh-oh, they have to be expelled from the Legion and put in the hospital for observation for one year. That's a long time to watch somebody. Yeah, it is. And uh, she sends a call out to the Legionnaires who are on the atomic war ravaged world where they've run across some weird giraffe elephant with wings. (laughs) Yeah. And we always say the atomic war planet looked an awful lot like New York city, didn't it? Yeah. When it was all devastated and stuff. What what it reminded me of is like, is what we used to see in the old atomic night series. Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. Even even down to the, the, uh, the suits that they were, that they were wearing, which interestingly are a bit different on this page compared to, um, earlier, where they had more sort of domed hel- helmets, so now they've right now they've got like the fishbowl helmets, but mm-hmm. before they had more, uh, they were wearing more of these uh, dome type uh, uh, helmets that were kind of remind me of like something out of Fear Agent, or I guess it's the other way around, but you know what I mean. Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely understandable. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, they get back to. Oh, sorry, Darren. No, that was that was me actually. That's, oh. that's, that's just one ugly looking beastie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang. Uh, he he wasn't invited by Jungle King to <laughs> join. <laughs> Aww, poor Jungle King. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back on Earth, there is someone who looks like a a futuristic postman wa- who wants the Legionnaires to sign in at the spaceport. But a uh, Dream Girl has already signed in. But uh oh, she started to sign. Chameleon boy, but crossed out the name and wrote Dream Girl. I, and then he calls out Chameleon boy, and Dream Girl says, "What? I mean." And then he accuses her of being Chameleon boy and shakes her and says, "I know you're Chameleon boy. You can't fool me anymore." <laughs> He's like, "Come wow, on, guys, your lads going a little soap opera there." <laughs> She's yeah. a man, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, won't? this mask come off <laughs> but uh then uh, they go back into the clubhouse and put a call in to chameleon boy and he says yeah i'm right here and then uh-oh since uh since Matterator lad has been making uh false accusations against dream girl he's gotta go yeah. so then she she's just smiling about this look at that evil look on her face yeah (laughs) women (laughs) oh sorry wait (laughs) and then she just uh smugly walks back into into the clubhouse and uh star boy says uh i'm gonna go i can't believe she's evil i'm going after her and he walks in and finds finds her sobbing and uh, that she had a premonition that seven of the uh, she had to expel seven legionnaires to save their lives uh-huh. and she's 
goes on to say, I don't dream the future. I see the future only a few weeks ahead with my extrasensory powers. Then we see her at some point in the past and some, we get some exposition from perhaps, is this the grand seer? That's what I was wondering. It's uh, see, if, if, I remember the first time I read this story years ago and it was, and I thought, oh, maybe that's her father. And it's like, of course it's not. It's it's it, It's got to be the high seer of Naltor. Yeah. And then she decides she's going to uh, figure out what's going to happen to her. Her idol is the Legionnaires in a few weeks. And uh-oh, she sees seven of them being killed. And she has to prevent that somehow. And she doesn't know, even though it's said the, the future can't be changed. This is the first time we have it. Dream Girl sees the future, so it can't be changed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, she knew if she warned them of this peril, uh, she they'd refuse to let it stop them in their duty. So she had to trick them into uh, getting kicked out because if these people weren't legionnaires, they obviously can't get killed. And Starboy, that rocket your vision saw destroyed, that's part of our defense plan 78. Come with me. Which, Which is of the course, same defense plan that Tenzel tried to explain to her earlier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Iran ruining the very pants he was trying to return. <laughs> <laughs> So they go off into space and they keep uh, seven android doubles in a rocket hidden in an asteroid. It's a trick they use to confuse space criminals when we're rounding them up. And oh, she saw, take a drink, Legion robots. There it is. <laughs> Yay, robots. Uh, and it's hit by, a, hit by a meteor and explodes. And then, you know, a week later, back on Earth, everything is almost back to normal. The effects on uh, Bouncing Boy and the others has worn off. But uh, Lightning Lass, she still doesn't have her powers back. Dream Girl says, no, since your power wasn't needed, because it's the same as that of your brother, Lightning Lad, I used Naltorian science to cause the electric explosion, which changed your superpowers. Try it on the clubhouse. And now... She has become light lass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for changing my powers, you know, and like for asking and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that becomes a point of contention between those two later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and as well it should. Boy, howdy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and she says that since she uh, became a legionnaire because of a trick, she is going to have to resign. And so uh, she's going to leave them and they says that they have to capture the time trapper. Starboy says, dream girl, I'll never forget you. Will you come back someday? Maybe if I protect my time site further, I could apply, return and apply for me membership again. Maybe. Mm -hmm. and Not only will she return, but she'll eventually become leader. <laughs> yes, she will. And, she won't, and she'll break a surprise. lot of nails. I was just going to say, <laughs> that's all I remember is her breaking a nail during the Great Darkness Saga. Being yeah. quite upset about it. <laughs> oh. And, oh, yeah. and she won't come up again for until uh, 342, which is the wow. Ken's New Horror issue. Yes, 
Yes, and uh, and and they, of course we've got a lot a little more mention of this of the time trapper and coming soon a duel between the legionnaires and the time trapper. So it's a while off before that happens. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah. I know we I'll know like when we get to the issue next week uh, in three eighteen, we'll uh, we'll see sort of uh, a little bit more of the uh, continued attacks on the Iron Curtain of Time. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So looking at the Legion uh, Constitution, I mean, we won't go through absolutely every subsection of it, but just sort of in, in, in overviews and broad strokes. Um, of course, most of the... Uh, I was checking it every time uh, Dream Girl quoted a particular clause. And uh, the one that we got in Darren, where was it that you found that one? Which one? She quoted a lot of clauses. <laughs> no, no, no. The, where, the, the one that you posted on the forum, which is at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Thank you, Segway lad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I posted it to um, a thread called the Legion Constitution. There will be a quiz. <laughs> um, I'm not sure which one. I, the the one that usually comes up in this situation is the one where the uh, members have the same power. Let me see if I can find that one. God, there's a lot of governmental crap to read through when you read a constitution. <laughs> oh, the Legion is nothing if not a bureaucracy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm just looking for, um, I was looking in, in uh, section three because, of course, section three overall is uh, admission to members. So 3.1 says that they you know. Must oh, there have it is. It's. Yeah, at least one genuine superpower, not activated, assisted, or powered by extrinsic means. Yes, and be able to fully control such power, and of course, be courageous and of good character. Indeed. Yep. So, so there we go. Um, you know, so they, so they, I mean, they get into all kinds of different things, like the so the general purpose of the Legion here is that they are to be an organization devoted to preserving the peaceful life of sentient beings throughout the universe. Having duly qualified under the United Planet Statute and Council 295807Q, the Legion of Superpowers Revenue Act, as amended from time to time and appropriate United Planet's revenue codes. Wow, it's like I'm doing my taxes all over again. <laughs> yeah, um, isn't it? But it says, otherwise known as the Not-for-Profit Heroes Amendment, the Legion of Superheroes oh, shall be yes. an independent organization responsible only to the President and Council of the United Planets and such authorities as they may from time to time designate. And their bookkeeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, th this constitution comes into effect after the United Planets takes over the funding responsibilities from R.J. Brand. So. Right, right. Um, so, of course, they talk about um, membership. Basically, there are three classes of membership. There's active, honorary, and reserve members. And um, and so that would uh, you know we, we would we would see you know some some reservists from time to time but uh, but you know was it, you would have some members sort of you know drop down to another status and that kind of thing. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, for example, honorary member. Um, you know, yeah. So anyway. yeah, there, there are others, but we'll we'll get to them when we get to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to really sort of knock anything out that that way. Um, <laughs> Active members shall um, be on call 24 Terran, Terran standard hours per Terran standard day. 
<laughs> That's a mouthful. It, it really is. Um, honorary members shall be those worthy individuals who do not qualify for active membership. So as an example, um, you know, Jimmy Olsen doesn't really have a superpower of his own. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it, although it's interesting because the whole thing was that, that it's because he, you know, has to drink the little uh, Elastic Lad thing. But isn't that how Bouncing Boy got his power? I guess it's the fact yeah, he that he doesn't have to keep drinking, keep drinking it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's this, and the Pete extrinsic Ross, means. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, Pete Ross is another great example of an honorary member that we've already seen. And then reserve members will be those duly qualified and elected individuals who should be prepared to take action in the event of emergency when active members require assistance or are unable to respond. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and certainly anyone who's read the great darkness, uh, uh, saga will knows uh, all about what what the what the full on legion alert is like. Oh yeah, even Earth War. Oh, that's right. Yes, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, right. We we get in further, and they talk about the reserve members uh, undergoing a training period as the standing committee on membership shall see fit prior to assuming their duties, and that's where we got in. <laughs> there, I said it. Um, and uh, mm. this is, of course, um, you know, we've seen this a lot in the Legion Academy. And uh, mm -hmm. we won't see the Legion Academy for quite some time just yet. But, uh, um, you know, when, when, when it does come around, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a place where we see all kinds of great characters uh, that, that, you know, we only see once in a while. Hmm. Um, a couple of things down here in Section 4. Resignations or expulsions from membership. Um, so they talk about voluntary leave or part-time status. They talk about expulsion for failing to compete, conform to the provisions of this constitution. And this is what we just saw in, uh, in that story, um, yep. you know, with different things like fail for, failure to continue to fulfill the requirements for membership, failure, failure to fulfill the duties of a legionnaire or attempting to subvert another member from doing so, failure to obey, obey the leader's orders, disloyalty to the legion, cowardice, dishonesty, or fraud or becoming magically or psychologically unfit for duty and failing to place oneself on voluntary leave or suspension. And of course, and that'll be next episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, also revealing uh, secrets uh, and knowingly taking the life of a sentient being in other than a provable situation of self-defense or as provable, only available alternative to the death of sentient beings. And we'll get to some real specifics on that at a later date, but uh, but certainly you know this is something that we saw referred to in uh, in the Smallville episode with the Legion, mm -hmm. uh, where we got to see the the whole idea of and and it was so funny because there were so many of us that had that same reaction as they're talking about uh, about you know well why don't we just kill the guy you know and be done with it and it's but oh Legionnaires don't do that and of course we had to know it was coming but uh, but you know there was always that. Did they just take these pages away from John's? Is that what they did? <laughs> anyway. Um, so they talk. It's, it's crazy Booty around call. here. It, 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 it's crazy around here when it's all light. Um, anyway, so, uh. so um, they talk about the oath of loyalty to the Legion. Um, and I, I can't, and, and, you know, taking uh, mission monitor board duty and <laughs> there it is again, <laughs> uh, being deputized, deputized officers of the science police. Mm -hmm. Now that's, that's an interesting one because, you know, that, and that, you know, has, has sort of gone back and forth over time because sometimes it's just kind of neat to have the, uh, 
the science police after them. Um, yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and so, I mean, we've seen that sort of go in, in both ways. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot more on there. It's all, it is on the forum. Like, Cause I'm looking and I'm, I'm not even halfway through and it's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing that I had uh, noticed from the forum discussion uh, on the Legion constitution is atomic 99 pointed out that really we have our own Legion constitution. <laughs> and that is of course the Legion of substitute podcasters drinking game. And uh, we're, we're, we're getting we're getting better and better at, uh, you know, we're getting more and more little things that go in there. Um, and, and but he actually wrote them down. So he said, sip glass or bottle for a choke or for a sob. That's a sip. I, I think so, especially early on. <laughs> um, anytime someone gets rejected from membership. That's a gulp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anytime someone becomes a traitor. That's a gulp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And of course, anytime the 21st century is used for the 31st, I know it's a chug for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a chug for you. It's a sip for everyone else. There we go. There we go. And anytime a robot or android is used. <laughs> oh, no. Um, that, that, that's a sip. Sure, that's a sip. Well, there are seven sips due in this, in this <laughs> exactly. episode right there. There you have seven, it. Seven gulps, and you're, you're forgetting what you just read. So, here, yeah. this, one's, this one's great. This one's awesome. He says, anytime a legionnaire dies, our drinking values doubled. Mm. Mm. Well, there's, there's that old expression of killing a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So <laughs> I would suggest if a legionnaire dies, then um, you must be out of alcohol. There you go. There you go. Uh, what about changes of power? See, Man. and 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 now because it's happened a few times, you know, it's this is uh, this is um, we saw it twice in this issue, essentially. Yep. Yep. You know, between Starboy and uh, and Lightning Lass, I'd say that it's not something that happens terribly often, but I'd say you no, it take, doesn't. I'd say it's a fairly uh, substantial sized drink there. I'm channeling my Cliff Clavin again. <laughs> that's more of an early legion thing than a later legion thing so yeah this is true this is true um just uh just gonna quickly do some uh, some feedback and then uh then we'll we'll wrap up for the uh for the week but uh just looking at a couple of, a lot of great feedback on our legion relationships uh episode uh, a few people logging on and uh logging on to the forum at forum substitutepodcasters.com <laughs> and leaving their uh, their own lists. Um, we had uh, Matthew Elmsley from the Legion Abstract, and he posted his list with um, Mon Ellen Shady, Garth and Imra, Ayla and Vi, Kid uh, Cosmic Boy, and Kid Quantum Two. Mm. And this that 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 one I thought was really interesting because I, I hadn't thought of that one, and of course Joe and Tanya. So quite a bit of overlap with with ours. But there's um, a link that he that he that he talked about called the on on the uh, the Absorbiscon, and um, that's absorbiscon.blogspot.com. And if you just do a search on that site for Legion of Super Girlfriends, uh, there is a, a whole bunch of stuff on on various DC uh, romances. And actually, he says, including a take on Iris West that matches your observations. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, Scipio Garling's blog. Oh. And he does a really good job of looking at things um, from a sideways point of view. He has a great little section about how... Um, uh, Jean Loring is Queen Jean, Queen, Mean Jean Queen, and uh, mm. 
all kinds of wonderful things. Like, how did they not see that psychosis not coming? <laughs> couple of other. I'm just looking to see if uh, see other lists that we got because I thought there was a couple. Um, of course, we we had a long discussion about the whole Ayla and Vi thing, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and just the fact that there was never the actual tacit admission that they were together, and um, even though everybody knew it. And, you know, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. You know, it it, it was, wasn't it? I mean, as, as a member of that community, if you can't say what you are and what you're in, well, everyone still knows what you are and what you're in, but just the fact that you can't say it. Yeah says a lot and and so, that was the uh, it, oh oh it, that that's a huge and that wasn't a reflection on ayla or vi that was just a reflection right. on the writing at the time and what they thought they could and could not get away with so and, and i thought they right. had and and i I, t- I often tend to wonder if if they really did want to come right out and say it and um and we're kind of told you know let's just soft pedal it a bit and um, and I, and I wonder if they wrote the whole uh, the whole Sean and uh, and and Jen thing as a uh, as a bit of a uh, all right a we'll, smack yeah, yeah exactly as <laughs> we'll show you try try uh, you know couching this one subtly mm-hmm. <laughs> oops. <laughs> um, C. Gerard uh, Caleb also comes out with a list of his own his top five Ayla and Salu he 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 got very familiar with them. Um, and, he likes to watch. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. Well, I meant just by using everybody's uh, regular names instead of. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And we also <laughs> have to apologize because it was his idea to post the Legion romances. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, one of the things he, he points out is, uh, what was it? Um, uh, yeah. So Ayla and Salu, uh, Vril and, Car- and Kara. And yeah. uh, he says, time-crossed mm-hmm. and adorable how she flirts with him, and he finally got it just before she died. <laughs> and uh, and, and that's when we got into the little discussion about, um, I, I think it was like issue 16 of the, of the Baxter series. Yep. Somewhere around there. Uh, and uh, just a fantastic cover of mm-hmm. um uh, of of you know basically uh you know the tears down uh, Brainiac 5's face with the, with um uh with Supergirl's death superimposed in there just a fantastic cover um then Rock and Jasmine that is of course the Cosmic Boy and uh, Kid Quantum 2 uh, pairing that was earlier spoken of Imran Garth of course you know this one's uh the, you know this one's a, this one's a big one um and uh, Lar and Tasmia, and uh-huh. and uh-huh. and he said he says all their appearances together they radiated. Can't believe I'm typing this. Love. Aww. <laughs> and for uh, honorable mentions, he mentions Joe and Tinya, Peter and Drura. Yeah, and uh, that would be Infectious Lass, of course. Uh, and Porcupine Pete. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Uh, um, and uh, Jan and Siobhan, of course. And uh, he said, uh, yes, my using names rather than code names is snotty, so sue me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so anyway, so, some great feedback on that, and uh, we will always love to hear. Oh, wait, wait, another one more, one more I want to get to, and this is, uh, this is a new forum member, Murray, who is actually from around these, around these parts. Hey, Murray. Uh, Hi, and, Murray. Uh, he said... Um, 
He said his favorite uh, Legion romances, Brainy and Kara come close. They were cool. The super geek and the girl next door. What's not to love? Really liked the way that they were portrayed in the JLU cartoon. And it was cool that Kara elected to stay in the future and create a life for herself there with Brainy. Also yeah. liked in the comics the way that we got to see what a Brainy and Kara relationship would have been like when Laurel was inserted into continuity. And... Um, and then he gets into his list. Uh, Garth and Imra liked the way that they were the power couple of the Legion. You knew that they would always be there for the team, but at the same time made time for themselves. And like that Garth was the stay-at-home family man while Imra was the career woman. These two seemed like friends, and it made their relationship real. And, of course, Donnie and Wildfire. And and this is and actually he really put sort of what I was what I was getting at with this. He said, "Love the way that Levitz was able uh, to keep the relationship moving forward while still keeping the two tortured and always just out of reach." He sends Dawnstar off to her world tour to find a soulmate, and eventually she finds her way back to Wildfire. <laughs> and then there's the whole Quizlet thing, and I won't get into that uh, specifically. <laughs> but uh, uh, and then there's know. the Jodan thing. Oh my God! Yeah, remember yeah. <laughs> Jodan? Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, Sounds like I've... an bad 80s perfume actually <laughs> yes i think it does from calvin klein <laughs> um <laughs> and uh Aylan vi and then uh jen and uh, and siobhan and of course shady Monel. so welcome to the forums murray and uh thanks for uh for, for starting it off right um Let's see. And so I think that pretty much covers that one. Anyway, I think that's all the time we've got for this week and uh and yeah. So unless anybody else has anything, any guys? No. No. Oh, All right. No. Oh. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. Matt, I actually ahead. have one thing I want to uh, say. Uh, I just posted on the forum a sketch of Wildfire that I received from Jeff Lemire. Awesome. And it's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic Ooh. artist. And uh, so if if you're if you've if any of you have not read his work in the uh, Tales of Essex County volumes, uh, uh, you definitely owe it to yourself to check it out. It's some great stuff. Uh, you know, decidedly removed from the superhero stuff, but you know, there's 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 references in there, and uh, his new book, The Nobody, comes out soon. It's in, is it June or July? I believe June. Yeah, I think so it's it going to be an expensive week for me. That I think yeah. it comes out either the same day as the Starman Omnibus Three or the Golden Age Starman Archives Two. Seriously, <laughs> killing us. Um, oh. And uh, <laughs> and then he starts a, a new um, Vertigo ongoing called Sweet Tooth. And uh, which, you know, if you're a fan of things like Commandy, as an example, is probably something you're really going to love. So definitely worth checking out. And um, uh, Jeff Lemire, definitely a talented guy. And uh, so also check out Matt's uh, sketch on the on the forum, which is at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, you can also uh, give us comments and feedback at legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com and even uh, head over to our website, you guessed it, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, <laughs> and you can leave uh, some feedback on the forum threads there. And with that, off to the time bubble with us and back to the 21st century, because it's always just the 21st century now, because they seem to be consistently now in the 30th century, which means <laughs> I don't have don't to take as many it. drinks. Don't yeah, yeah, it. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.